Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm um, good. Hanging in there. Good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see. I see. So before anything, well, you can you can talk with Christina, but I want to I wanna make sure that you know that the, the invoice left. So make sure that, yep. you know, you find I just it. Said, okay. Y- Yep, I just sent you a text that came through. So thank you for doing that. I of course. And submit it. Sure. Okay, so start tapping and tell me what is it that hanging in there means. <laughs> but start tapping <laughs> first, please. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's funny because I am asked, how am I? And yeah. it's a normal, not that you're abnormal, but if it's just someone out in the world, I'd probably say, oh, fine, thank you. Um, and then I realized when you asked it, you actually want to know. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I guess I'm okay. <laughs> so I think I just kind of choked. Um, you know, it's kind of like, in general, I'm okay. I'm not great. I'm not bad. I'm just kind of like right. in the middle. So. Yeah. So what what is what is actually happening? I know we're we're definitely going to focus on your hip today. I know that we're going to, you know, yeah, like yeah. talk to you, see what's what's there that needs to be released emotionally. But I'm curious, yep. like, have you had? I mean, the weather has been so amazing. Have you been outside? I know. Busy these days? Um. Well, yesterday I had a friend from high school visit and we were out on the back porch and that was nice so I did get some fresh air um but then you know the reality is that I'm always getting stuff done you know so Mm, um I haven't really been outside as much as I would like to be yeah so yeah but I know it's beautiful I can see it out the window (laughs) it is beautiful and yes so (laughs) I am outside. I have to tell you, I am outside. Just because if you oh, get a little green, yes. But uh, you know, just uh, I'm super focused. I just want to tell you, it's no the worries. one thing that I want to share with you. That uh-huh. three days ago, my daughter just turned 18, and she said, "Mom, I really wish that I got to enjoy you more when we when I was little." Oh, and that, and I, the reason that I'm sharing this with you is because I share with, I told her, and I said, I got, you know, I wish that I got to enjoy you more as well because I know I was stressed and trying to get stuff done. So, I know, right? If only we we had that. Like looking backwards, today I asked. CC, if she would rather have a brother or a sister, and she said, "Mommy, I want mommy." Oh. I was like, "Oh." <laughs> but yeah. then it was funny because I, because then I said, "Well, no, okay. So let me ask it. Would you rather have a brother or a sister?" And it was cute. She said, "A brother," which I thought oh. was interesting. 
because I always assumed yeah. a girl would be better better for us. But but um, the, the the piece that I wonder if is if, if and and I'm very happy to talk about you know boy versus girl and all that in a second. Yeah. Is that yep. if the house is not clean or orderly, if you know all not all the laundry is done, like. Yeah. That, those are not things that that CC is going to remember or you will remember. No, Sometimes I know. We value, so we value things that is like you know what, get outside and just you know play with it a little mat or whatever, because that yeah no and 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 I and I do you know I am trying to do playtime with her, but like when she's napping, I'm getting stuff done. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the uh, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that there's no, you know, the time that yeah. I would go hiking on my own or those days are gone and she's not at the place yet where she can do that with me. But I do, you know, I am trying to spend go time with, with her. Them. But, you know, at the same time, I have to say that my work, I need some fulfillment beyond her too. I mean, oh, as yeah. much as oh. I want to be with her, I also my work gives me meaning and so I do want to give it time and I can't give it all the time that I need to, you know, so I'm often feeling torn between the two, although you're right, I may look back and be like, that was, why did I care so much about that? I don't know. Um, But then I think when she's gone, I need something to care about. You know what I mean? It's a funny balance with motherhood. Yeah. Because I think that they don't exactly stay forever, it. you know. Like, right. Um, yeah. But I get your, I understand your point, and I definitely think about that in terms of when I look back. Well, I feel like I gave her as much of my time as I, um, I, I as I wish I had. Right, or is it that you know? Have, did you get to enjoy your time with her? You know, in yeah. childhood. That that that's a question. It's not so much giving her time or dedicating you know it's like doing the things that you enjoy doing and enjoy time together that that's what I'm going for not just from her point of view that you know I wish that I relaxed enough you know so I would have enjoyed you know the time without worry about five other things that need to get done you know what how it is I know I know I I can imagine that would be pretty hard to hear from a a kid though, you know, like, but then, then again, you were doing everything possible to enable her to have a a good life, which is what I think in parenting often happens, you know, like my job, if I don't do it, I can't pay for the things that she loves to do. And it it seems like it's, as long as we it's, live in this society that doesn't really support families, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's very, it, it is about a balance, and I also hear you perfectly well. Are you tapping, Lisa, as we talk? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Good. Because yep. the other piece is, it, it is, I think, the key word that you mentioned, and I completely agree, is balance, because it has to do with you know, enjoying motherhood and being able to be with your child and, you know, have quality time, but also have quality time for yourself, even if it's, you know, 15 minutes or something. And and as well as just, you know, like you say, have, you know, a satisfactory and fulfilling work. It's 
it's, it's just so many. And then connections, right, with others, with other adults. You, get, you cannot be with a child all the time. So, yeah, I know. It is, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I think that's, that's the key. But, you know, the yeah. good thing is that my, my the grandmothers, which you someday will see make up for it because <laughs> the grandmothers have that realization. And, and I think that's my mother's motivation is to be a hundred percent available. Cause she probably feels the same way that you're describing, you know, right. and it's yeah. interesting that just the way it works out over the generations. Um, yeah. That's, and, and it is such a blessing that you, you do have your mom, you know, imperfect, but you definitely have your mom. Yeah. And Cece, I think it's great for her. So that's wonderful. Nice. Yeah. That's really sweet. Good. Yeah. So let's see. I want to ask you a couple of things. So what are you at with, yeah. with, in terms of this, this second baby? Um, I think I'm in the same momentum. Um, you know, I still have moments of confusion and worry. You know, I, 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 I don't think it's any different than where we were um, mm-hmm. last time. I still am moving forward. You know, I have appointments and it's like everything's kind of still happening. Um, right. I haven't pulled the plug. But I still have moments where I'm like, oh, my God, am I insane? Like, that's crazy. What am I thinking? And, you know, (laughs) and then I get, you know, self-judgmental, like, you're too old or, you know, you can't do this or, um, you know, like, I think I have a lot of self-talk, which is negative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then other times I'm like, oh, you can do this and oh, you know, this would be something that would enrich our lives. I think I think a lot about Cece and her having a companion. Um, you know, I think the idea of a fuller family, I go back and forth. You know, at some point it'll be easier. It could be easier with just one, but then is that a lonely one? Or I don't know, I go, I'm constantly like, in my head, literally always thinking about it and trying to figure it out, you know, which I guess is what I do. So, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell me. Um, so I did feel some release of the, of the, um, pelvic tightness. Now, granted, Mm. I have been going a little bit crazy with yoga and stretching. Um, but that did seem to shift a little bit. Okay. So in a scale from zero to ten, how does it feel? Like just if you were to guess, how tight? Yeah, is it? I mean it's it's kind of like a thirty-four where it's just it's I can notice it, but it's not as pivoting as it was last week. Oh, okay. So that there, my guess is that there was there's definitely a physical, but as well as an emotional component. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's. A, a combination for right. sure yeah. and would you say that the, the emotional is it still connected with the giving birth piece you know it's funny because I when you 
shared that, I thought it was interesting because I know I felt that way with Kesey. I'm not as aware of it um, now, this time, but I'm sure it's relevant. I think my concern is the overall recovery. I mean, I feel like it's taken me a lot longer to get a feeling like I get myself back. And part of that is because of my arm injury, which really threw me off for almost a year. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to really know what my recovery time would have been. But I think I'm like, oh, my God, you know, like it took me so long. And then finally kind of getting my body back and then sleeping. And I think I'm just worried about the physical toll of it. Um, I'm worried about work because work is just always such a, excuse my French, like just such a fucked up situation. It just never is not a crazy situation. And, you know, so then I worry, it's like, it feels like it's even worse in many ways than before. And Hmm. it's all practical stuff. You know, it's not emotional. It's, it's the, it's the real practical stuff that I keep going back and forth yeah, this, with. Yeah. No, this is, I, I totally hear all that and it, it makes, it makes a lot of sense because the truth is when you're the mom of a young, a young child, yeah. it all really goes back to being, to practical things, you know, can you sleep? Yep. Are you eating well? Are you exercising? Are you, you know, is the house a mess or, you, you know, or can you just live in it? You know, I mean, it's very practical. Can you work? Is the stress level okay? Yeah. I mean, they're yep. very, very simple, practical, like, you know, basic needs, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. And yet there's the key piece that I think is the the place that I would love us to work on is because mm-hmm. all of these practical things and and truly just tap on when I'm saying these because I want to know what reaction you have. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> all of these things that are very practical and in a way straightforward are mm-hmm. very much impacted by how much we see it as something we can deal with, that we can figure it out, that it's really all in all not a big deal and it's temporary, or is it something that overwhelms us? And I'm talking, you know, from the sleep to the very stressful job, you know, to recovering your body, because depending on where you're at and that that's positive or negative self-talk, it either gives you energy or it drains you. Yeah. And I think you know what I mean, right? Like if you have, a, a, if you notice that you have a tendency to, to have a negative self-talk, then it will really impact your, you know, your energy level in terms of dealing with what comes your way. Right, and then that undermines your ability to. I know, I get it. Like that's to deal with everything. It's the optimal. And I was, I I was going to ask your opinion about this. I read this thing. I don't remember where at this point. It was a little. I think online, like a blog on trauma reactions, and it said something that I thought was really interesting. That one of the effects of a trauma person, somebody who's had trauma, is when a life event happens 
there's a spiraling into kind of like a crazy brain analysis of the negativity and the problems. And, and it's so exhausting that we then get to a point where we can't even function. And, and it was actually saying, give yourself permission. You're not lazy if you don't, if you can't do anything, you need a mental break. Yeah. And, and it's Absolutely. funny because last, last week I was, I got really down. I was kind of like, I don't know what it was. It was like uh, just a blue, I was blue. And I was so unmotivated. I couldn't get any work done. And I was feeling like, oh, my God, like, what's wrong? How can I be this way? And it was around then that I actually read the piece. And it occurred to me, like, my hyperactivity, my mental hyperactivity, like, I've always wondered, like, is it normal? And maybe it's not to put a judgment label on it, but it's a product of my traumas, you know? And yes. The overvigilance yeah. is exhausting. I mean, that makes me tired. Oh, <laughs> be constantly well, worried about all this stuff. Yes, yes, and and that is one thing that see the that would I, I completely agree. And it was so wonderful that you asked me for that receipt because then Christina said, "Wow, I thought there would be more sessions." But since October until now, like we had, I think a, a session in July. And then we had one in October, and since then we had six sessions uh, in yeah. October all the way to February. And yeah. I, PTSD, because you definitely have it, right? And, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, and when you were pregnant, it got re-triggered, re-traumatized in a very basic and important way. That's the other piece. Yeah. You know, when yeah. a childhood trauma gets re-triggered, when it yeah. gets re-triggered, it really, it gets compounded, you know? So it's not just that now you're, oh, yeah, I'm hypervigilant and I have the, the hyperactive mind that, you know, is constantly thinking. And, but it's also like it's piling up on so much and it totally drains your energy. And yeah. at, mm-hmm. at different levels, Lisa, the one thing that, so, I, I want to say so many things. It's like I have one mouth. <laughs> but <it's, laughs> the, the first one I want to say when it was talking about the sessions is that I have worked in a beautiful way with people to re- truly release and heal the trauma. Mm-hmm. So that hypervigilance, instead of being at 8, 9, 10, you know, maybe a 7, but, you know, goes back to an 8 or, you know, uh, mm-hmm to really have it at a two or a three. Yeah. And the reason that I know that, but we need like, you know, maybe over the summer or whenever you say, but we need at least, you know, four to six sessions that we're really focusing on that uh, yeah. to truly and, yeah. and do it. Uh, we'll see how the insurance covers. I know that's an, you know, yeah. that's an issue. But the reason yeah. I mentioned these is because the, the trauma does feed your hyper, hyper, um, I want to call it hyper talkative, the hyper, the self-talk, yeah. the habitual yep. self-talk that can be negative because what mm-hmm. it's doing, you know, okay, I'm going to tap with you and instead of just telling you, we're going to just stop it. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's come to the karate chop phone. You, you're going to get yep. it and it's going to, and your system is going to understand it as well. So even okay. though I've had, I've had trauma, it's starting even, in my childhood. Even though I've had trauma starting in my childhood. And throughout my life. 
and throughout my life in a variety of ways, in a variety of ways. Crossing my self, my internal self-talk. I I forgot. I didn't hear the first part about my internal self-talk. Yeah, causing, causing my internal self-talk to be negative. Causing my internal self-talk to be negative. Most of the time. Most of the time. Okay, take a deep breath. Keep on on the, on the same point. Yeah. I choose to honor and recognize my traumas. I, I choose to recognize and honor my traumas. Okay, so tapping to the points, I really wish I could just get over this. I really wish I could just get over this. I understand that it drains my energy. I understand that it drains my energy. And it's really annoying. And it's really annoying. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. At times it makes me really sad. At times it makes me really sad. But overall, it just really drains my energy. But overall, it just really drains my energy. And I have a lot of judgments about what I should be and shouldn't be able to do. And I have a lot of judgments about what I should and shouldn't be able to do. I have tons of things that I should be doing. I have tons of things that I should be doing. And when I'm just blue or not interested, like, yeah, not motivated, it's really hard. And when I'm blue and not motivated, it's really hard. Because there are things that need to get done. Because there are things that need to get done. The truth is that negative self-talk The truth is that negative self-talk. It's a way that I have created. Is a way that I've created. To protect myself. To protect myself. Because whenever I'm judging myself. Because whenever I'm judging myself. I don't allow others to judge me. I don't allow others to judge me. I do it before anybody else does. I do it before anybody else does. I'm going to call myself lazy before anybody else dares to do that. I'm going to call myself lazy before anybody else dares to do that. Do you see that, Lisa? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I don't think anybody would. (laughs) That's a funny thing. Like, nobody would have any idea. You know, because it's just would me your mom knowing like, that. Would your mom say, if you were like to say, okay, I, I'm going to do nothing. Today, I'm going to do absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm just gonna... she'd be like, she'd be like, really? Let me see that. <laughs> she wouldn't <laughs> believe me. <laughs> she would probably be like, great. Let me see. I okay, don't believe you're good. capable. <laughs> yeah. No, I oh. don't think anybody, anybody in, would ever see me that way um okay but i think it goes back to kind of like you know when it, when we at some point keep when on we tapping were working, you tell me right keep, a ta- yep. keep on tapping yep. yeah um you know you kind of pointed out the doer personality yes 
and and that you know one of my struggles when CC was little that I couldn't do things I felt out of sorts. And I think that probably happens, like when I get tired and I can't do my stuff, I feel out of sorts or blue. Although in this case, I felt like I was blue and couldn't do things. You know, the order was different. Oh, okay. And you can can, say, yeah, say the last sentence. When you were little, there was some, I'm so sorry, I I lost you for a minute. When Cece was little, you know, littler, littler, because she's so little, um, I don't know if you remember, but I, I couldn't get stuff done and it was really depressing me. And I think, yeah. you know, the the doer thing when I'm busy and that, and that I would say does get in the way of me spending time with Cece that I have a hard time just sitting and doing right. in my mind nothing, but nothing is not nothing. It's playing with her, but I'm always like, oh, I need to be doing this and taking care of that. And, and it's that doer part of me that if I get tired, and it can't be like that. I get yeah. stressed by that, you know. And I, I know from my work with you that that's a defense mechanism. That needing to always be busy. Yeah. Yeah. And what what happens if you just, you know? I think it's brilliant, and it's such an incredible gift that you were feeling blue, and. Of all the things that you could find on the internet, you found that blog that talked exactly about what you needed to hear. It it actually found me. I mean, I don't even know. I think it appeared on Facebook randomly, so that's pretty funny. Um, well, I I really do believe in little miracles. We can call them whatever I you know. want. I know. I do too. I do too. But you know, but I have to tell you, maybe a year ago or two years ago, it would have appeared, and you would not have paid attention to it. Yeah. I wouldn't have recognized the message. Right. Or you would mm-hmm. have said, oh, that's not for me. Or you wouldn't even have gone into it. It's like, well, I don't have that or whatever. So yeah. This is, this is a key piece because with two children, they're both going to be not just, you know, initially we know it's crazy, but both, you know, there's going to be two children demanding and interested in having quality time with you. Yeah, I know. So that's one thing that you are going to be the most important person in these children's lives. Yeah. And it's really huge that you are really in a place that says, you know what, I'm open to creating space so I could truly enjoy being with my children, which... I think it's the opposite of doing nothing, really. I know it really is. That's why it's funny that I feel restless when, when. And I mean, don't get me wrong. There's times when I love, you know, wrestling and we play, and you know, there's definitely. But sitting and just do doing her stuff only. It's hard for me to do for more than a. I I'll be really excited when she can do things like hike with me or, you know, things that we can, we share as an interest as opposed right. to me sitting and just doing her artwork for hours. That's hard for me right now. Right. Um, yeah. But then again, maybe, yeah. you know, a lot of moms talk about they need their thing too, you know, and that's why the balance thing I think is important to recognize. I mean, I'm not a oh, nursery school teacher for a reason. <laughs> you know, like, that's not my calling. 
So um, absolutely no, and I think it's it's also you know I heard in a, in a variety of places and colleagues and so on that kids need just really good quality time for like fifteen twenty minutes, you know, at a oh, time. Oh yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Like yeah. You don't have to be there for hours. It's better than you're there for 15 full minutes without a phone, without any distraction, yeah. than to yeah. spend, you know, two hours while you're actually, you know, answering texts and you're, like, checking on the food. and You know what I mean? It's like that the yeah. kid knows that he's not your center of attention, which is what they really crave. Yeah. Um, no, and I'm, I would say that I am pretty good about making sure to have that condensed quality time like I don't ever have my phone when I'm with her and you know I definitely try to make sure to do that but um yeah it's not as much time as maybe she would like but then she's with my mom doing it so she doesn't really right. notice <laughs> when when my mom's <laughs> around it kind of gets it yeah. but um but I do you know one thing though in terms of thinking about the fact that I have this busy mind, but I still think situationally, like my work, as much as I try to get peace, things constantly are happening, triggering me, you know, and and I know that we've talked about, you know, finding a way to cope with that situation as long as I'm going to stay in it. But I, I think like that getting to two to three that number two to three in terms of your saying, you know, when you work through this trauma, is that possible if you're in a situation which genuinely is, I mean, honestly abusive? Like I do think there's an aspect of my work situation that is abusive. Um, Is it possible? I I think it is possible for you to feel. So let me tell you, I actually work in a place that was, that was pretty, pretty. I don't know if I would have, I would call it abusive, but at the, in the last two three years, it became really incredibly stressful. And, yeah. And having having had or working in my you know original traumas, I was able to cope way better, to set boundaries, yeah. and to yeah, also protect true. myself so it wouldn't it wouldn't just I wouldn't just absorb it like a sponge. I wouldn't be mm. so open that every little thing would affect me so much. It was like, okay, you know yeah. what? So these guys are jerk, and she's an asshole, and yeah. I'm not taking them home. I'm just, so they're doing their thing. I'm doing mine. No, thank you. I'm not buying that one. And, you know, I'm going to just cruise along as best as I can, and I'm not going to take it on. I mean, how many people are there that are actually um, – just doing what they have to do and moving on, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of them have figured that out. <laughs> it's like, exactly. that's like a part of my stress is they don't do anything, you know? And and, right. and so, and, you know, and a part of me is thinking, like, even if I got out of there, obviously something in my psyche is creating this terrible situation. So it's probably just going to yeah. happen somewhere else. I might as well yeah. deal with it and figure it out so that I don't, Keep repeating it, you know. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I think that, that and and I, just to say one other thing related to that, a part of interestingly, I think a part of what was making me um down last week, other than the fact that I think I was coming down with a cold, 
is mm. something triggered me. It was, I was, I had a gathering with um, some of the other moms and I think I've told you it's a great community and I have these wonderful friends who are single moms and our kids love each other. And one of them was hosting a gathering and randomly had, well, she had chosen Valentine's day as kind of like, let's get through this together. And, but then she suddenly what? announced that she, she had a date. Um, oh. like she had met, and it was so weird. Like I, I felt angry and betrayed yeah. and then, and then depressed. <laughs> and, yeah. and then it was weird because then I started reconnecting with what I used to always feel, which was this like compulsion, like that longing to have someone. And then that made me anxious. And then that made me depressed because I was like, oh, my God, as soon as I start thinking about a guy, I go to this really anxious, depressed place because I only right. associate it with, like, negativity. And and I think I I was kind of mad at her for shoving it in our faces and, you know, mm. kind of, like, bringing us together under this pretext of where we can do this together and we've got community. And then she's, like, as soon as a guy walks in, she's willing to just, Adjust drop it, all. it right. She didn't drop it, but she wanted us to work around her plans, and and then I was thinking, oh, you know, how does it work out for her and not for me? And then I was thinking, yeah, but even if it did, it would make me so stressed and anxious that I can't do it. I mean, it was like it was insane. This really, whole thing, yes, it just threw you and then of, finally, yeah. when I readjust, and and this this is terrible, but. When when I when we did see her and I heard what was going on, I became yeah. cynical because I was like, oh my god, this oh. is a total joke. She's putting all this fantasy on this guy that she doesn't even know. And and then I went back uh. to my de- detached self, and now I feel good again. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, it's it was, not gonna work for her either. I don't I don't have to worry about it. Exactly, which is so sad, and it was also like as soon as I got back to that, you know, I've you know I've enjoyed the detachment because I haven't had to have that anxiety that I lived with for all those years. Um, and every time I kind of put a toe back into the water, I I jump out because it's like oh so awful and stressed. So you know, work and dating, there's just parts of my life that I guess I want to get to that two and three, but. I, I hear what you're saying that I, it's not like I can keep myself from being in the world. I can just learn how to cope with those feelings differently. Yeah, and, I, and, and the biggest piece at this point, Lisa, is finding self-compassion. It's yeah. instead, you know, like I, I'm very glad you're telling me this whole thing because, uh, you know, as, as of course, as you keep on tapping, I want to just, can you, is it okay to feel all those things without having well, I have no choice. <laughs> I have no choice. They happen. I mean, they happen right. to me. That's the thing. I mean, at least I'm but aware you, of it, I guess. You're aware, and did you judge yourself for it? Because that's another huge piece. You judge yourself for yeah, being. Yeah, I probably did. That's the piece. That's the piece. Yeah. The judging of it. The rejecting the of it. Yeah. Yes. The rejecting of your feelings. So what is really draining a lot of your energy 
and mm-hmm. it's keeping you from going to that two or three is because the judgment, what it does, is actually, it's almost like wound, wounding up that negative self-talk mm-hmm. because, it's, you know, you, you're feeling bad, but then on top of it, you're like, well, I shouldn't feel this way. I'm not a good person. I, and, you know, it's like, well, yeah, of course, she's just betraying us. And I feel betrayed. And now I feel horrendous. And I feel hurt. But I shouldn't feel this way. I should be happy for her. And in reality, I don't want a partner either. As much as I do want it, but I don't because it would make me anxious and depressed. <laughs> right? It sounds crazy. Like that whole description. <laughs> like, oh, my God. If you could hear it, my it, head. <laughs> yes. Exactly. But so, so all of that, so if we say it together, and so, so tap, tap, to, tap with me, and it's like yeah. the truth is I, my head has all of those thoughts. The truth is my head, what is it? My head what? Has all of those thoughts. Has all of what those thoughts. And many more. And many more. <laughs> <laughs> so I get hurt and sad. So I get hurt and sad. Frustrated and annoyed. Frustrated and annoyed. I feel betrayed and angry. I feel betrayed and angry. And I try to normalize it because in truth, I don't want a partner. I try to normalize it because in truth, I don't want a partner. But in reality, I do. But in reality, I do. Even oh though I don't want to deal, even though I don't want to deal with the the drama or the the fear of it going bad again. Even though I don't want to deal with the drama or the fear of it going badly again. I have so much going on in my head. I have so much going on in my head. And I choose to accept all of my thoughts. And I choose to accept all of myself. And in this moment, I choose to be compassionate with all of my feelings. And at this moment, I choose to be compassionate about all of my feelings. Knowing that some are completely contradictory. And knowing that some are completely contradictory. And yet, they're all mine. And yet, they're all mine. I'm not clear. I'm not clear. I'm not clear about the partner. I'm not clear about the partner. I'm not clear about a second child. I'm not clear about a second child. I'm not clear about my work. I'm not clear about my work. I'm not clear how to move forward with everything on my plate. I'm not clear about how to move forward with everything on my plate. But I'm willing to be a little bit more compassionate to myself. But I'm willing to be a little more compassionate towards myself. I know that there's so much going on. I know that there's so much going on. And I'm constantly doing my best. And I'm constantly doing my best. I am aware that I would prefer to have a positive self-talk. I am aware that I would rather have a positive self-talk. Because <laughs> that would make a big difference. Because that would make a big difference. That alone would really help. 
that alone would really help. And the first step towards getting there. And the first step towards getting there. It's just accepting when I'm in conflict and I have a lot of different thoughts in my head. Is to just accept when I'm in conflict and have a lot of different thoughts in my head. Even many that I don't like. Even many that I don't like. And just willing to try that out. And then just willing to try that out. Take a deep breath. And as you take a deep breath, I want you I want to invite you like if you're your attention, your awareness were to drop. I want it to drop, 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 drop from your mind, almost like through your spinal cord, like down, 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 all the way to your coccyx. That's where I want you to go. And I want you to see what is the energy that is down there. We're just going to dive in as if you were taking like an elevator or something, you're going down and just notice Mm -hmm. either if you see any particular color, any shapes. Remember we had, I don't want to name what you had last time because Mm -hmm. it may not be the same. So I'm curious what what you notice. What is present right now? Um, Where to just say... I mean, it's it's a darker color. I don't know if it's like a dark blue or black. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shape. Well, I, I feel like I'm looking. I feel like I'm more focused on a tail, like my tail, mm. like it, okay, as if yeah. I had a tail. <laughs> Which, okay, okay. I don't know. I guess. Yeah, yeah no, that's perfect. It, Whatever comes up is perfect. We're just. We're not questioning okay. it, just observing and noticing. That's all. And, and just, you know, and so these tail you know, that is like, a, yeah, go ahead. Well, it's funny because it, it just came to me that um, I don't even know how to put this into words, but it's almost like if, like, a dog doesn't think this much about things, like, an animal just eats, an animal just has sex, an animal just has babies, an animal feels emotions. I mean, it's interesting because in a way, when you were doing, running me through that last um, tapping, I did kind of see like, oh my God, like all this chatter in my brain is me. It's not, it's not like natural or like it's me doing that. And if you didn't have that going on all the time, like you'd kind of just be like an animal. You would just be in the moment and you would just make decisions yep. based on what you actually feel and not like this chattering yeah. going on in your brain, right? And I mean, you, I exactly, exactly, absolutely. And you would be more present and you would be yeah. taking actions and decisions and, you know, if you need to gather information like, Animals have an incredible sense of smell because they're not going to eat something that is putrid that is going to kill yeah. them or, or poison it, right? So, but they're yeah. very attentive. If they were thinking, oh, this looks good. I, maybe I should get it. No, I shouldn't get it. I already ate too much. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I could take maybe it maybe I, a little bit. May, 
<laughs> Maybe a neurotic poodle does that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or a chihuahua. <laughs> like the, the dogs that take take on the anxiety of their owners, you know, like right. become right. become neurotic. But it did yeah. it felt very liberating. Like I could almost feel like my spine getting loose, like yeah. thinking about just being in that present moment, you know, and then yeah. That's the so let's, truth. Let's I mean, really, whatever I really, feel then. That's perfect. So let's just tap into it. Literally, like, just as you tap, I want you to just take a breath and really notice, right? Just like you can even do it again. Take that elevator down your spine all the way to your coccyx and that tail. Dad, is there, like, a a little bit of, like, uh like a tail? Do you see like almost like a... <laughs> yeah, it's totally like a, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I actually see like a little... I mean, I'm, it, it's probably because when I hear coccyx, I think of a tail, like a tail yes, that yeah. we used to have as, you know, and oh, I think that probably is a part of it. But um, I think I see it... Yeah, like the end of the spine is kind of like this tail that doesn't so wag anymore, you, you know, like. <laughs> right. That's it. Good. But this is, this is awesome. So as you, <laughs> as you put attention into that tail that doesn't wag anymore, just I'm going to ask you a question that I know is going to make you crack up even more. What is keeping it from wagging? <laughs> and don't tell me too short. I don't want to hear that. I know it's too short. But there's, there's, an, energy, there's an energy there that keeps you yeah. from remembering that your life is simpler than you make it. I know, right? And yeah. I mean, it is kind of kind of interesting because I I have noticed, like in a way, and I know this is a, a product of kind of being detached. Is I also feel kind of dead. Like I don't have, mm. you know, like I think about my energy. I I'm not. I'm just kind of like blah. Like I'm just this. I don't laugh a lot. I don't cry a lot I don't you know there's no intensity to me and I used to be more like that I think um I think I'm much more just even keeled and it feels kind of like dead you know and and mm-hmm. it was funny today so for some reason it? I was yeah I was being silly with Cece and I noticed like I felt more alive. I don't know why. I think maybe I just had a good workout and I was feeling better physically. And and I and I was like, oh, I used to be like this all the time. You know, but that's really wonderful because now you're noticing that there's something that has been. If you were to guess, don't don't yeah. analyze it or or think about it. <laughs> but if you were to mm-hmm. guess, what has been kind of dampening? that silliness, that enjoyment of your life, that by you know, that vibrant energy. What yeah, I think be? it's my my job. Oh, I mean I okay. just think I just think I'm not my creativity, the things that make me have always made me feel special and appreciated and even brilliant. Like this place doesn't it's really even, see it doesn't they don't see me you know and it's like yeah even, okay. and then even with some of my colleagues the way they treat me I'm like oh you just don't get me and I'm becoming that I'm becoming that mm-hmm. 
you know, right. uncreative, unbrilliant cog well, in the part wheel. Of it is, right. Part of it is very likely because you don't want to, you don't want to um, experience feeling not being not seen. So you're like you're you're going kind of like numb because. If you're numb and detached, then it's not going to affect you that much when, exactly. when they don't see you or recognize you or value you. It's like, well, whatever, and, I don't care. And it's the same thing that happened with my ex-boyfriend, you know. So I did it first with men, and now I'm doing it with my work. But the consequences right. I'm becoming, I feel like like a, like a flat, one-dimensional person. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So... How about if you just breathe and just let's tap together through the points. Okay. My job just has put a dump on my enjoyment of life. My job has just put a damper on my enjoyment of life. I don't even recognize myself. I don't even recognize myself. I don't laugh or even cry as much as I used to. I don't even laugh or cry as I used to, as much as I used to. Like I feel so detached. I feel so detached. But it's a way of protecting myself. Because it's a way of protecting myself. They don't see me. (coughs) They don't see me. They don't value me. They don't value me. They question how intelligent I am. They question how intelligent I am. And I don't, I don't want to feel those things. And I don't want to feel those things. The truth is it hurts not to be seen or valued. The truth is it hurts not to be seen or valued. So I decided to just shut down. So I decided just to shut down. I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. I don't feel the pain. I don't feel the pain. But I don't feel pleasure either. But I don't feel pleasure either. And it sucks. And it sucks. Because I have so much in my life other than my work. Because I have so much in my life other than my work. That it actually pisses me off that they are doing these to me. That it actually pisses me off that they're doing this to me. Because I don't get to enjoy my daughter or my mom or myself as much. Because I don't get to enjoy my daughter or my mom or myself as much. I don't get to enjoy my life just because of my work. I don't get to enjoy my life because of my work. And really, that is not okay with me. And that's really not okay with me. That's not fair. It's not fair. And I do have a choice in the matter. And I do have a choice in the matter. At this point, I am staying here. At this point, I am staying here. But I don't have to buy into their culture. But I don't have to buy into their culture. I don't have to buy into how they see me. I don't have to buy into how they see me. Or they don't see me. Or they don't see me. And this is a very important one. The truth is. The truth is. I know who I am. 
I know who I am. I know my value. I know my value. I know everything that I have to give. I know everything that I have to give. I am not who they think I am. I am not who they think I am. And I refuse to live the and way I they to live determined by their view. In terms of their view. But take a deep breath for a moment and I want you to really get in touch. This is just a very quiet moment that I invite you to go into a to like your heart, your essence, Lisa, your soul the value of who you are and everything that you bring. And I'm talking about your sensitivity and your laughter and being inquisitive and not giving up. Everything that actually makes you. And I want you to get in touch with like the value of who you are. Not what you do or what you give, but who you are. Just take a moment to just notice that and and just invite the possibility of embracing the brilliant soul that you are, just for a moment. And if your mind at any point starts questioning or bringing different pieces, just say thank thank you for your input. Not right now. (laughs) Okay. Right? Yeah. Just, just, Just feel into who you are. You know, just essence. Basically, this is a place I'm inviting you to connect with, the place that nobody, absolutely nobody can touch. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny because I feel like I've spent so much of my life in defining that by telling people to go fuck themselves (laughs) because it's like my whole life has been about not being seen and recognized and me knowing my value and telling those people basically knowing that they're full of shit, but here I am, you know, after so many years of doing this stuck. Yeah. Not that all of my life is like this, but there's like big parts of it that are just shitty. And a part of me is like, how did this happen? You know, like if I am this brilliant, wonderful person, why am I in this really crappy place? that I can't yeah. seem to get the courage to leave and I can't change where I am. And I'm right. so afraid that the only answer is to die. Like not to die mm. literally, but like, you know, to just become like these other people and they're dead and they're boring and they're not that exciting. And what are they giving to the world? And I, and so yeah. I think I'm constantly just in this tense place of, 
I have to either leave or become like them or I fight. Like those are the three options. Mm, and right. And it's just exhausting. And yeah, and I can't have another child when I'm have all this energy. You know, if I could take that away, it would free me, you know, to just go forward, I bet. If I had right. things more in place and more comfortable. Of all the people that you work with, do you ever see anyone that is just, uh, you know, maybe a happy-go-lucky or, oh, they just don't care and they just come and go and they, they're, like, you know, content with their, with their lives? I think, yeah, I think there's some, they've come to terms with it and they see it as just a paycheck and they've, they've given up, you know, and they just realize it's, a ridiculous place and I have one colleague that constantly tells me I need to do that you know but then I feel complicit in this scam you know this real right yeah right so this is this is the thing what you have gotten hooked on and this is really brilliant and I'm so glad that you're bringing it up is that because of your whole history then you feel like you have to actually see not being seen as a child has left you with this mark, this imprint that says, I need to, they need to see me. I need to show them. I, this right. is imperative. Yep. Right. But what, what you may not realize is that by doing that, you are putting yourself a in child. a situation. Yeah. Cause it's not helpful. Yeah. Right. It's really it's, not helpful. I, yeah, I can. I mean, I, I get that intellectually. I don't feel it yet, but I can appreciate that that is why I have to work on it. Because even if I leave, it's just going to show up somewhere else. You know, that's what I right. understand. That yeah. There's no so it's accident like, what is, that I'm in. That, what if you yeah. were to say, I, so I want you to tap and say, I don't need to prove anything to anyone. Mm-hmm. Say that out loud. I don't need to prove anything to anyone. I don't have to prove anything to anyone but myself. I mean, it's just for yeah. me. It's not for them. Yeah. So and my, clearly my value, my value is not determined. My value is not determined by anybody seeing me. My value is not determined by anybody seeing me. I know who I am and my value. I know who I am and my value. I don't need them to see me in order to know that I am I don't need them to see me in order to know that I am valuable. I am I'm done needing to prove. I am done needing to prove. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. (laughs) I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. It's truly exhausting. It's truly exhausting. I know who I am. I know who I am. I know my value. I know my value. And I can stand firmly on it. And I can stand firmly on it. 
because that's a huge piece. Of course, it's like, you know, like there's going to be parts that are, you know, you may not totally believe it, but I think you know and you get what's happening. Yeah, no, I can, I understand what you're saying. I don't believe it yet, but I can understand what you're, the message, and I can continue to think about it. I'm sure it'll, it'll, you know, it's the more, after we work together, things continue to kind of simmer. So I know that that'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So my plan is, um, I have spring break next week and I'm going to try to do the insurance thing next week. Um, and you know, I definitely will try to do it more regularly. Part of last fall is because of that crazy teaching schedule. And I just was so unable to do anything. Um, so, you know, it may not be every week like we did this time. Um, but I'll try to schedule something soon regardless because, as I'm going through the whole baby thing, I want to keep our conversation going because I think yeah. that's important. Um, so I will, I'll do that and I'll try to schedule a time with you sooner than later. Wonderful. Not months later. Yeah, m- not months I think later. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. every two, three, you know, two weeks, three weeks, you know, like it's yeah. not, it doesn't, but uh, yeah, that would be great because it's, it's, it's just, you know, see how much is coming out. I find that it's so brilliant how much is really yeah. coming up yeah right? it's like yeah and getting great understanding and recognizing patterns that are really mm-hmm. not serving you yeah and, no and uh, I definitely felt the shift of you know the animal metaphor I think was really powerful and I could feel that in my body um yeah you know kind of a the epiphany so that was good yeah. Oh, I just need yeah, a litter, lit, to have a litter of puppies. I'm kidding. <laughs> there you go. You can have <laughs> you can have a litter of puppies, but the most important thing is that you can wag your tail. Exactly. That's that's <laughs> going to be my motto this week. I'm going to try to wag my tail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. awesome. All right. Lisa. Well, thank okay. you. Okay. So You're we'll talk welcome. soon. Thank you. Okay. Take bye. care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.